You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Glory Hall Radio Network, gloryholeradio.com. Hey, what's up? This is uh, Robert Kelly, and this is another episode of You Know What, Dude? Podcast uh, on the Glory Hole fucking radio fucking net fucking fucking work fuck dot com fuck. Can you curse on this show? Uh, no. <laughs> Actually, our sponsors don't allow it. <laughs> With me is, um, Jesus, I should be on his show. Uh, the famous... Mm, eh? Yeah. Um, the, uh, alluring, nah. Creeping up. (laughs) Danny (laughs) LaBelle. Is it LeBeau or LaBelle? LaBelle. LaBelle, yeah. Some people call you LeBeau. I don't like those people. (laughs) There's no people. Um, what's up, man? Good to be here. Me and, uh, me and you have, uh, I've actually been on your show a fucking few times. Which was on Comical Radio, right? Comical Radio. And um, which was pretty fucking amazing. Thank you. For the type of shit dick that you are. (laughs) I mean, seriously, dude. You you fucking... It was weird. You had these fucking people on your show, right? That... I mean, it was like this amazing... It was like you had Howard Stern guests on your show. We still do it. I know you still do it. Yeah. I know you still have this. Yeah. I I just haven't been on it. Right. So when, when I talk about it, I talk about it in past tense like okay. it's dead. Like it's dead. <laughs> if you're not there, it doesn't exist. If I'm exist. not there, it doesn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you fucking had all... You, I, mean, cr- I mean, I don't know how... You have this fucking uncanny way about you just getting people to do things for you. Including it's a myself. And a blessing. It's a curse and a blessing. Is it, really? What did you watch? Monk? No, I don't know. Um, you had five. Who, name name the list of people you had on your show. We had um, George Carlin. Okay. We had Sean Lennon. Yep. Um, Chris Rock. Yep. Janine Garofalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kid Rock. Yep. Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, many of them. How are. the fuck do you get these people? Different ways, you know. We have Larry King coming on Monday. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean it. Why? What else is he going to do? He's How? A good, it's a good show. How? And what else is he going to do? You like that answer? Like a million <laughs> other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you get these people on your fucking show, Danny? <clears throat> um, it's easier once you get like one or two big guys to do it. Well, okay, there you go. You there know? we go. Now we're getting into it. Go ahead. Go with that. What does that mean? Well, just like you could sh- you could send a link to it, you know? What do you mean? You could be like, hey, check this out. There's a clip of George Carlin on my show. Would you like to do it? And then people feel like an asshole to say no, maybe. I don't know. So you're using... I'm guilting people in. So you're, you're with, using guilt. Yeah. 
And but but, uh, but then also, they come and they enjoy it, you know. I'm not look at. Let's get. We'll get into how fucking great your show is after. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into the smoke and mirrors of your fucking show first. Okay, Houdini. This is this is this is to like uh, reveal the scam that is the show. Yeah, this is the pen and teller of your show. You understand? We're. Uh, but, but that's like because everybody does that with booking, you know. I don't. Well, you should. I don't have a lot of you people. Should I don't have, have good. People. I don't have good people on. Well, My, you, you, I have Joe DeRosa. You have me. It really is. You, a bit, it really is a sad situation. <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to figure out how you do this, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm trying I to just sh- keep naming people to make you angry. <laughs> um, well, first of all, it's I, not. Uh, I wouldn't be able to. I, if I had that, I, 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 in all honesty, I wouldn't be able to interview those people. Why? I would piss off because I'm no good with famous people. I'm no good with you know. There's, there's. You have to have some type of um, like your personality. I, that sounds like an insult in a way. You know? <laughs> it. it <laughs> and then you had that little smirk. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's bordering. <clears throat> It's bordering you have to be itself. a complete fucking asshole like you. Uh, you have to be neutral. What? You have to be neutral. Yeah, a little neutral I'm, I'm to a get bit, these. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you, you're not 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 opinionated. You've done some fucked up shit, and we'll get into that. But we'll, um, you know, your 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 personality to sit down and talk with you is very neutral. You're not you're not gonna. It takes a lot for you to fucking go off on a tangent on somebody. You you're very mm-hmm. easy to talk to. You get that fucking. You get those big brown Jew eyes. Ah. Those comfortable Jewish eyes, <laughs> like Jesus <laughs> had. Warm, warm the souls you're of like men. You're like a fat Jesus. Really? Yeah. That's <laughs> nice. I never. Thought. You have the same cheekbones. I think Jesus would have. Harder to nail to a cross, don't you think? Yeah, I don't think that ha- they'd actually have to tie you to a brick wall. Nail <laughs> <laughs> a fat Jesus to a cross, the whole thing will just fall down. They'd have to just, they'd have to just, uh, they'd have to just tie you to a camel, the side of a camel. <laughs> tie out the camel after yeah. <laughs> ah, the fat Jesus. He, the camel got burned out, then he ate the camel. What if? What if? Doing better than ever. You know, it really does bug me though that Jesus didn't have a weight problem, or you know what I mean? Like he just was shredded. You he know, was OCD though. Yeah, this is uh, actually Patrice O'Neill calling in. But uh, let me uh, let me hit that button there. You see that? Hung up on Patrice. I well, I'm on doing. I'm doing. No, not for you. <laughs> I would love to fucking answer that phone. I just yeah. don't know how to plug it in. Oh, that's why. <laughs> the podcast. Oh, the f- why would you? N- nothing ever more. Ever trade I'd... up Patrice for me? That's exactly. I just. I don't know how. That, to... That's why you don't get the big guys on the show. That's <laughs> the worst decision <laughs> in podcast well, history. It's not that. <laughs> It's <laughs> no, I I would love to plug him in right now. I just don't know how to get him in on the fucking podcast. Uh, I do, but it's a whole nother hookup. It's a whole. N- do you understand so what I'm just saying? And lazy isn't. In no, I'd have to unplug my mic and okay. plug. I have a thing that goes from my phone into the, the this recorder, and then I could just talk into this. But it's a whole nother setup. I see. So yes, in a way, it's lazy, it's, and in a, and I panicked. I pa- saw. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 lo- I was looking at you, and then I saw Patrice on the phone. I was like, "This is just been a podcast." <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> I because he I actually <clears throat> it's uh, I don't like to give out days on the show because I sometimes I don't use these I don't use these every I don't do one every Monday I try to get as many when I can get these mm-hmm. when I can get interviews or, or somebody on the show I get it and I keep it and sometimes this will be out next week or the week after or the week after I don't like to give out days for but, that fact. What do you mean when you can get this is because. 
What? And then you say, look. Yeah, go ahead. It looks like you have something to, a point to prove. I have a point to prove. You can talk to famous people because you're in that group. It should be easier for you. you no, know? It's, it's actually not because you don't want to overstep that line of friendship or, uh, you know. Uh, do you get uh, Dane to do this show? Yeah, I, would, I could get him to do it. But it's like Colin has done this show twice. Mm-hmm. But I would never step over the line and say, hey, call. You know, I I, I kind of hey, dude, do you, I would like you to fucking do this if you can. Yeah, I'd love to do it. Um, By you know, the way, I, I heard about the last time he was on the show. Yeah, and he said somebody said, oh, he mentioned you on the show. He goes, everybody has a podcast now, even Danny LaBelle. I've had this podcast I'm doing for seven years. Nobody even fucking notices. He's been on it. Right. Yeah, like no, five years ago. Yeah, no, but that's the difference between your podcast and my podcast. You have famous people on it, but they nobody don't remember no, you. Nobody even remembers. The people so that are on my podcast are actually my friends. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> that's better. You know? I um well first of all, I had a podcast before you, Danny. Let's just get that out there. How many years have you been doing it? I was I've been doing with this for almost ten years. All right, you beat but me. I quit doing it for five years. Oh, something like that's that. Questionable, so man. I had I had me and Colin used to do it. I always bring that up. Me and Colin I used to do it. I remember it was a phone call thing. Yeah. Right. That was before you. I think it was during me. During? During. During the era of LaBelle. During? During. I don't like the word during. During? During. During? During. During? <laughs> um, anyways, that's fucking, it's, that's bullshit. Who gives a shit about that? Um, the, the point I was trying to make is, hang on. That's for the people that used to hate me when I used to smoke on the air. Yeah, it's revenge. Yeah, it's just it's, it's just <laughs> it's just a little where they're gonna be like, oh, fucking come on, dude. ugh, that's gross. Or that dumb girl's gonna be sitting next to him in the car when they listen to this. No, it's pretty good. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. See, do you like it? And, uh, no, that's gross. How do you listen to that? I got a shake. I got. I'm on this diet, dude. I'm on a fucking diet. You're always on a diet. I stopped trying. I yeah, just accepted we know. that. Yeah. <laughs> but like you, you don't have I've to verbalize you. that. You should just, you should just take your hands and like roll them down your body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've resigned to the fact that this is my drug, and it's probably going to kill me. So, well, I haven't. I haven't. Well, it's, it's much tastier when you do. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, it's a delicious death. Well, I'm on this diet. It's called Medifast, and um, I don't know. I don't know if it's working for me because it's soy based. It's processed food, and you have these six snacks a day. Yeah, and it um, sounds awful. Do you want to try one? No, just try one. I don't want to try one. Just it try. It's awful. Just and try it's not it. What human beings should eat. He's gonna make me try one. Just try right. this. Oh, this! I thought it's shake. No, it's not shake. It's, you get all these kinds are pretzels. Of snacks. Those are pretzels. Those are what kind of pretzels are those? Cinnamon? Yeah, they taste like diet pretzels. <laughs> How do you even do that? It's disgusting. It's bad, right? It's like covered in fake sugar. It's like styrofoam. It's like if you took a Splenda right. and put a little water and mixed it up and then dipped a pretzel in it. Right. That's what it tastes like. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Not, this is not going to save your life. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it. I spent $370 on a month and a half worth of food where you eat this stuff every day. Now, look. Now, I'll be honest with you. The pancakes aren't that bad, and they're real easy to make. Have you ever had real pancakes? Of course you have. 
are you much did you better. Just look at my much fucking better. third chin and ask me if I ever had real pancakes? much much better. Yeah, but here's the deal. Uh, he would be oh, the, you know the fake pancakes they give you that edible. <laughs> They're not that bad. And the thing uh, about it that's good is that you you just take the packet, add two ounces of water, shake it in this little whatever, mm-hmm. throw it in a pan, and there's a couple pancakes, and it's like three little pancakes. And you can have them. <laughs> They're not that bad. The shakes aren't that bad. The bars aren't that bad. Um, Is any of it good? Yeah, they're good. I mean, they're good. All right, the shakes are good. I mean, look, none of this is good. You're comparing it to. Wait, stop. You're comparing it to pizza. You're comparing it to fucking hamburgers. I'm putting it on uh, against. Why don't you just eat fruits and vegetables if you're going to go on some crazy kind of diet? Well, it's actually way better than these fucking shitty pretzels that I still. I'll tell you, this is the problem with people like us, okay? And. And when I say that, I mean people who have addictions, people who are struggling their whole lives with trying to find something else outside of them to take away the pain, reward them, or punish themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be drugs, alcohol, food, cigarettes, sex, whatever it may be. Um, we have these you know, these demons. And you, you, you're constantly fighting them. Constantly fighting them. And it takes a lifetime to get over them. And it takes... Years to com- to combat them, to get them to where you win and you have them under control. Years, you know. It took me years of AA and going to meetings and mm-hmm. just doing that to not drink or drug or have the desire. You know, like I can be in bars now and I don't, they don't even think about it. It's not me. Right. It's not me. But food and, and, and you know, sex is another fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and food is a motherfucker. Because it, it takes a long time. And cigarettes, I just quit smoking. Today is four weeks. Congratulations. It's a month. It's, it's, it's like quitting heroin, though. Anybody who's say you got to quit. The people that say to people, you got to quit, you got to quit. You just got to do this, you got to do that. You don't understand that people can't quit it. until you're done. It's not a rational thing, either. It's not like, well, think about it. You really should quit. It's not about thinking about it. It's not about thinking about it. It's, right. You know intuitively that you shouldn't be morbidly obese you know that yeah. and you should but uh sometimes it's an exhausting fight you talk about fighting the demons i'm chilling out with the demons right now it's a lot better you don't care about dying i do care about dying but i'm just uh i'm putting that thought on hold you know yeah but that 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 fucking thought is is i mean it's 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 very tough i know i know what you're saying you know, the, I mean, I don't want to fucking, you know, have a heart attack one day. And plus the medical and all the shit that's going to happen it's later terrible, in life. Yeah. That you can't, you know, I mean, that shit, that's thousands and thousands of dollars of. So you think the fake pancakes are going to save you? No, I don't think the fake pancakes are going to save me. I think that sacrifice is going to save me. I think psychological, mental anguish that I'm putting myself through right now to strengthen myself, strengthen myself. I quit smoking a month ago. A week ago, I decided, okay, you know, when I quit smoking, I said I'm eating whatever I want, mm-hmm. right? And I put on probably 10 pounds in three weeks. Seriously. Uh, you you were hanging out with me when mm-hmm. I quit smoking. Um, and then there was a point where I was like, you know what? I'm going through torture right now. The last three weeks were fucking hell. And it's so bad. It's so hard. I'm going to try to 
eat right now. I'm going to go on a diet like so right extreme. now. It is extreme. It's, it's extreme, like, but it's, I think, to put yourself in that type of situation and struggle through it and make it through... If I can get out of this... This is like Shawshank for you. This is the tunnel of shit that you're swimming through. It's just made of shitty pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and, it's not, and no cigarettes and just fucking awful pancakes. I just know that how hard it is. And you got to get through the first... You got to get through. You got to struggle. And I, I, I was looking at religions and, and other people and, you know, like... The Jewish religion, they, they sacrifice on certain days. They go home and they can't use electricity or mm-hmm. they don't eat or Ramadan. They don't eat for fucking a day or whatever the fuck it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, Catholics do the same thing with Lent. They give up something. And I always that always fascinated me why people would do this. Why why would you give up meat for a month for Lent or whatever it is? It's Ramadan. It's like a whole month. Well, that's that's that's. Catholic religion. Ramadan is Arabs. Yeah. Right? No, I'm yeah. Ramadan's like a month. A month. Okay, a month. Why would you do that? And I'm I know why they do it. It 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 actually makes you uh it helps you become a stronger person. It it to give something up that you don't want to strengthens your character and helps you make decisions mm-hmm. better in life. You can actually say I want that fucking piece of pizza, but I can't have it, so I'm not going to have it. I don't have that ability because I've never sacrificed. I don't have to sacrifice. I can go get pizza if I want. I can eat whatever I want. But I'm, I don't have. You I want to? And this is your Ramadan. This is. <laughs> this is Bobby don't, Kelly's listen, Ramadan. Not a, not, not a month of September. Okay, let's make Splendid it Lent. Splendid sticks. Let's make it Lent. Okay, we're in September. Have some respect. Okay. By the way, I used to crash these Ramadan breakfasts in college. What does that mean? They had at the end of the day, you know, they have a big meal. Right. The Muslim student body would have these big Ramadan meals. Right. It was fantastic Middle Eastern food they would have, so I would crash them. I'd be, you know, and they call me on it, but I, what can you do? I say, no, 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 my, my brother, you know. <laughs> they had mango lassi. Oh, so good. What's that? It's like a mango yogurt drink. At the end of the day, every day. It's just me, <laughs> this fat Jew and a bunch of Muslims eating <laughs> rice and mango. It was fantastic. <laughs> Did they have lamb? I don't remember there being lamb. Oh, I love lamb. Oh, it's delicious. Remember the lamb at the cellar? It's gone. The one that used to it's hang out. It's gone forever. The shawarma, you remember yeah. It? Yeah. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but they used to have in the the window of the cellar a big shawarma. It was sh- it was lamb. It was cuts of, but it's not shawarma where they it's pate where it's mushed up lamb. Right. It was real fucking cuts of lamb meat, and they would build up this pyramid and then hang it in a window, <laughs> and it would spin. And it would take hours to cook, mm-hmm. but when it started, but when it when it was done, my mouth is watering. You should daddy. put like a like. Like mystical music in the background, <laughs> like gypsy music, and 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 it, they would cut that off, and it was crispy, fatty, gorgeous piece of juicy, oily lamb. And sometimes it wouldn't be ready, and sometimes it uh, there'd be just a little bit left. But I used to walk in, and I used to go to the guy, and I'd give him the eyebrows, the fat guy eyebrows. And he'd cut me off some of that shawarma, and he'd put it on a napkin, and I'd go outside by myself. <laughs> I don't know. I ran around out of music the corner, board. and I would eat it <laughs> <laughs> off a napkin. 
But that's a real fat guy with a greasy napkin, just <sighs> because it comes see through in your hand with the mm. meat. That's not a- <laughs> All right, we got to stop talking about that because I'm on fucking Medifast and I have to eat fucking cheese puff oh, yeah. balls. Here you go. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. I- <laughs> Anyways, dude, fucking, um, I've been talking too much about fat people, fat stuff lately. So let's move the fuck on. You're a fat guy. I'm a fat guy. Enough said. Right. Now you got this. Uh, you got this show. Uh, what was your favorite? What was your favorite guest? I, I, I you know don't really care. You, do you? I do care. You really want to know? Yeah, because I. I know that, I think I know who it is. Who? It's Carlin. It has to be, right? You, uh, I mean, you became friends with Carlin. I became friends with him after having him on. He was, uh, he's just the kind of guy, though, that he was just so supportive to everybody. He was just, and as I talked to more people that knew him, it's, you know, it, it, it was really just who he was, that he was, he was just giving back to everybody his whole life. Uh, this guy. Did he know he was this, sick? Did I know he was sick? Did he know? Didn't he know he was dying? I don't think so, because I spoke to him a week before he died. And uh, we were talking about him coming back on the show, yeah. which you can talk about. I don't know why you don't ask people to come back on the show, but... It's my he, ego, Danny. Yeah, he said... Uh, and I don't want to do this for a living. He said, you know, I might hopefully... <laughs> this is a hobby. This is your hobby. <laughs> this is my fun thing to do for my people that like me. I yeah. like doing this for them once a week so that, you know, they can have fun it's, things. I'm not you where this is... I'm banging. Yeah. I'm bang. This is one of my A plans. This was my A plan. <laughs> my, my terrible A plan. <laughs> my A plan is actually <laughs> television, film, and comedy. Yeah, that's way better. This was like my. This was going to be my thing. It didn't really work out. So not. It's gonna. Yeah, I hope so. Still, it's gonna. But, but go back to Carlin. But uh, he uh, go. He was. Uh, he was. Uh, he sounded a little sick on the phone. He's like, I'm not feeling so great right now. But hopefully in the next few weeks, so you know, I'm gonna. I'll at least be uh, doing a call-in or something, you know, and when I'm back in New York, let's get together. And then a week later, or less than a week, he died. So he was going to come back on your show, and he said he wasn't feeling good, and then he just, he, he, yeah, he died. Did you go he to the did funeral? It, he did it three times. He did two call-ins, and then he came in once. And that was the last time he was there was when he came in. How did you, how did you get hooked up with Carlin? I met him through Jackie Mason. Uh, and I Who? Was, Jackie Mason. I was... Yeah, I like his daughter. She's actually cool. She's cool. He bumped mm-hmm. me one time on a show. Jackie did? My headli- uh, He bumped me out of my one of my headline spots in Nashville. Did you punch him in the face? No, he came in. And he was like, hello. <laughs> I, uh, I was like, you're wearing makeup. <laughs> That's your Jackie. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> like, Sounds uh, like Kaufman's uh, character. Uh, well, I'm sorry I took your show. Uh, but I'm, I'm more famous than you. Okay. I'm small. I have cotton handy hair, but I, I put makeup on all the time. I, I wear makeup. Your, thank you very much. I like to <laughs> bump you, please. All right. Anyway, so you meet you meet him through Jackie Mason. And through... the fact that you know Jackie Mason just blows me away. Go fuck yourself, Danny. So I have you and you get Jackie Mason and Carlin. Go ahead. Uh, so I was working um, on Jackie's Broadway show, Freshly Squeezed, selling merch. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he got me that job. It was like the best paying job for the amount of time I ever had. Because uh, I just making a lot of money. So anyway, so. I get, I, <laughs> I understand what that means. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why did I don't need to go into that? Um, but. Uh, well, I have to keep so, telling you to talk into the microphone. You you have a professional show. Yeah. <laughs> just, but I'm used to the mic being like you could talk anywhere around it. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't have that. I have short 58s. So. Because sometimes we take these on the road. Yeah. These and are I good. don't want to pick up some cunt at a table next to us. 
Sorry. I'm Anyways, not. did you go see Jersey Boys? It's a <laughs> nice. Shut the fuck up. That's why I have the Shore Fifty Eights. Go ahead. I'm getting used to it. I uh, I was working at the Broadway show, and it was a night off. Actually, I was off that night, and he calls me up. I go, hello, hello. Let me ask you a question. Would Would you like to meet Georgie Carlin? And I go, and it took me a second. I was like, George, George, George Carlin? <laughs> you know, yes, yes. I said, yeah, I'd love to meet him. That'd be, you know, yeah, of course. I'm, All right, calm down. It's disgusting, you know. The, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, look, if you come down tonight, you'll be at the show, and I'll be happy to introduce you. Just, uh, you know, calm the fuck down. I don't remember what he screamed at me. So I, I showed up and. Uh, Again, talking to the fucking microphone, Danny. Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't <clears throat> think I have to see your lips. Is that what you're trying to just. It's the me, mystical lips you of, want me to watch of your, low bell, you know. You there we go. All right. Show me your I'll, mouth. I'll, all right. So. <laughs> there we go. You hear it? Yeah, there it is. Stay uh, there. Ooh, that sounds good. It sounds great, right? Sexy, sexy. Yeah, if you're voice. talking to the mic, it sounds fucking great. Yeah. So. Watch me, see? So, yeah. All right. So, so uh, I go into the. Uh, to the show and George Carlin was there and afterwards we hung out backstage and uh hung out with George and Jackie my dad brought my dad he took some pictures and uh and uh George and I swapped information he said you know I said love to uh, interview I had a magazine back then comical uh, comical I was on it yeah and uh and I said love to interview you for that and he gave me his address he said write me and I wrote him and he got back to me he called me I had a voicemail one day, and it was George Carlin. And that, Please tell me you saved it. I that. saved it. Yeah, I still it. have it somewhere on an MP3. No, on a mini disc. Mini disc. It's on a but mini dude, disc. You got to transfer that. Yeah. Mini disc going to be gone soon. I just, I just lost a mini. My dog just chewed up a mini disc. I don't know what the hell was on it. Probably an old show of mine. What kind but. of dog do you have? A mini pincher? <laughs> Get it? Because <laughs> it's. Um, <clears throat> So that, that's the that's the whole story, so though. Then, never, but, then, yeah. but then, so then you have him on your show. So then, yeah. So we stayed in touch. We talked on the phone a lot for a while. Well, and I, I don't understand. What's the first conversation to George Carlin? I get nervous calling Colin. I was and very he's nervous. One of my best friends. The only time I was really, really nervous talking to anybody was uh, Harvey P. Carr um, from American Splendor. Did you see that movie? Yeah. I saw that movie. Uh, I saw that movie, and I was like amazed by harvey p car like i was like that guy reminds me of me and like i was so inspired like all of a sudden i felt like i could make it like yeah. i never felt like i had a chance at making it right in showbiz or in anything i right. think because my dad was always like you're not gonna make it you know you, nobody makes friends, it in the yeah and me and then i saw harvey and, and i was friends. like and then it changed it just like changed my <laughs> it changed my mind i was like you know i i feel like that's the kind of guy I am in a way. Retarded. Me, me, yeah. Half retarded with talent. <laughs> You're a savant. So I, I was You're like, You're a fat I, savant. I'm fat. I'm a fat savant. Right. No, so I, I so I was like, I gotta, I gotta talk to him. I gotta, I gotta get to know him more. And uh, he was in the movie. He he mentioned that he was in the phone book, and like how much he loved being in the phone book. So I looked up a Cleveland Heights phone book. And he was still there, and I called him. And I, I just remember I was. I don't know what we talked about. We talked for like an hour. I don't remember any of it. I was just so nervous right. talking to him. Like I, I felt it in my throat, like a scared shakiness of like, and I think after that, cock. I was never, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> just, you know, that yeah, nervous, that nervous feeling, you know, you know, nervous feeling I'm talking about. <laughs> I know. I get you. But after that, I don't think I really ever got that nervous talking to anybody ever again. That was... And I, you know, and I stayed in touch with Harvey 
and he kind of inspired me to do the magazine, told me to do it. And, really? Yeah, and I was friends with him also till he died. Now, why did you stop doing, like, the, the comical magazine was actually a cool, why did you stop doing that? Too much money, you couldn't afford it? It, it, was at, it finally got to the point where it was breaking even, but it was taking up all my time. I felt like I, I wasn't, you know, I wanted to write, you know, do more stand-up and everything, and people also were like, well, you, you're not a stand-up, you're a magazine guy. And I and, and that really got to me too, you know. I was like, this thing isn't making any money. It's holding me back. Uh, I, I just got to get out of it. I got to shake this whole magazine thing because the whole point of it was not to be a magazine guy. It was to put out funny stories and stuff, which I thought would would help being a comedian, you know. Right, yeah. But no. it, people didn't see it that way. They're just like, oh, that's the magazine guy. Yeah. You can't be the magazine guy and the comedian. The fat magazine guy, <laughs> savant magazine fat guy. <laughs> The, the cocksucking fat savant <laughs> magazine guy. That's the, that's the guy. That's not gonna make it. <laughs> so uh, so so you 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 quit the magazine and then you go into the the radio show. Yeah, which was that already started or did you started because of I, the? I started it before, but we renamed it for the magazine because at, at that point I figured why not have everything have the same name? It was just called the Daniel Bell. It's called show. S- Synergy. Yeah. 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 So and then but and then you did the 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 comical radio. So yeah, so I still do the comical radio, which is kind of like the magazine except in um, verbal form. Yeah, in verbal. You know, yeah, it's the same time. You know, we're trying to we're trying to just take the basic concept of the and try and transfer it into it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like. You know what uh, I. Sometimes people, I tell people that I like you, like you're a friend of mine, like, and they're like, why? Why? <laughs> but you're, the reason why you're fucking, you've always made me, you've intrigued me, or you've always been, I've always uh, liked you as far as, uh, it's because you're, you're, you're definitely unique, weird, fucking, just the fuck up. Thanks. But you, you're okay with it. You're not a fucking hiding it. Yeah. Um, you know, you and you you try as hard as you can to be creative. Yeah, you're always trying to be creative. You're always trying to do something new. I think, um, you know, I don't follow your career. No, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, this all could Thank be you. just bullshit that I've created in my I'm own. Thinking, head. man, I really got Bobby tricked here. This is good. I got- <laughs> no, but I mean, even like are you, you know, you. You you did that, um, which is hilarious to me. You did the uh, diversity NBC show. Yeah, I which, got in trouble for that. Which you should have. Yeah, that was the point. <laughs> is you did this show of diversity, but you went up. I explained explained to everybody what you did. I went up as a uh, racist South African comic uh, in front of uh, an all black diversity audition. Yeah. And uh, just did stupid racist jokes and followed the punchline was always like, the apartheid's over, you know, we can laugh about this now, you know? You know? <laughs> do you have any of the jokes that you did? Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, here's the next one. It's what do you call a black doctor? What? And the answer is obviously you don't call a black doctor because we know they're not good with medicine. <laughs> Come on. The apartheid's over. <laughs> <laughs> but you, this is look, man. Fuck. I don't understand. I get, look. I get it. I get, but this is a fucking comedy show, a diversity comedy show. But it's not really diversity. It's just a code word for black people, <laughs> you know. So, so to me, it was, ah, come on. I, I was gonna do it again because they, they, they basically. I don't know if they still remember that. Like, you're, you're, you're banned. You're never gonna be on NBC, kid. And what? I never have been. But I think it's just for other reasons. But 
just because, you know, I, I don't think I've ever had a chance to even do anything for NBC. But Well, here's the deal with with this business. Mm-hmm. And I, look, I'm a victim of it, dude. And I know other people who are, too. You know, you either take risks that might ruin shit and really blow shit up yeah. and burn a bridge. and But that one thing that you do m- might fucking really be the thing that you needed to do to get you to where you wanted to be. Right. Um, and... You know, sometimes, you know, Billy Burr fucking got booed at Philly, but he snapped back and that thing actually helped get him recognized. So then people were like, who's this fuck? Then they went and saw his comedy and they love and they're like, holy shit, this guy's one of the funniest guys on the planet. You understand? Yeah. yeah. It propelled him. It, It gave notice to him. And I think sometimes guys, you know, look, there's you play the game. You know, you keep your mouth shut. You do your comedy. When you go on, you know, the Tonight Show, you you kind of all right. I won't say this and I won't say that, and right. I'll get on and I'll, you know, and that might that might work for you, man. That Me? might be what you need. So like, I need to be the guy you, who doesn't take risks. Not you. Right. I'm saying hypothetically, oh, okay, you I'm fucking right. moron. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, some guys take risks and some guys fail. Dice. You know, that's a guy to, you know, I not to go back that far, but even Patrice, Patrice will, you know, if you saw him on the Charlie Sheen roast, man, he threw his paper out. He walked up and was so disgusted with the panel <laughs> that he just trashed the panel. And, it, and you know, those jokes weren't written. They yeah. just they were, You know, everybody on that fucking show w- was reading jokes yeah. that they got from the 10 fucking funny people in the back that you'll never meet because yeah. they're writers. Right, right. Right? They got they were reading those jokes. Reading them. Okay? And Patrice was good. You know, Patrice had jokes, but then he walked out and said, fuck this. He took a risk. That shit could have blown up in his face. Do you understand? Yeah. And if I think, you know, I think it, it worked out in his favor. He stood out because he walked out. I mean, he stood out to me at least. Right. And you take those risks and you you did that. You got, but this one didn't pan out. You got fucking banned <laughs> from NBC. Didn't, didn't work. I mean, I don't know if it's a real ban or if it was, but, but anyway, nothing. I know the girl runs that show. Yeah. She's actually a really sweet person. Really yeah, cool girl. No fan of mine, I guess. You know, well, dude, that, you but, went uh, in and you fucking told racist jokes on fucking, you know, that black night. It was funny. It was absolutely funny. And, and I guarantee you the black comics got mm-hmm. it. They did. They yeah. got it. And the, the crowd got it too, right? Yeah. They were, yeah, it was like mostly black comics there, but you know. Do you have another joke? <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? Um, a lot of people are excited for Barack Obama as the father of this country, but you know what black fathers do, right? They leave. <clears throat> Come on, we freed Nelson Mandela. Let's have a laugh. <laughs> But you kept saying so, that after yeah, after every joke. So you have that to. Was the idea. Where can you see this? You can't see it anymore. Why? I had to take it down. Why? The NBC people uh, were not uh, really. Uh, they basically said take it down, or we're going to get lawyers to take it down. So really, I, I had to take it down. Oh, that's too bad. I saw it. Yeah, it was fucking. I thought it was funny. It was. It's like you you're making fun of the whole fucking diversity thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and and if they didn't get that joke, I I understand why they can't have it on the internet because they're NBC. Right, but dude. I said freak. I'm doing the CBS show, and I said freak or goddamn or something, and they told me I can't say that. Really? Freak. Yeah. 
Dude, the middle of this country runs show business. It's crazy. The middle of this country, God-fearing people. They should have different uh, stations for the coasts and for the middle. That should be... Yeah, they do. It's it. called FX. It's F- called Spike. Oh, HBO. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do have those channels. Right, so. You have to pay for them. or they're, It's called Basic Cable. Right. That's why Basic Cable is kicking the shit out of regular network yeah. television now. Yeah. Because the society has changed. We're no longer fucking believing in this Brady Bunch bullshit. We want to watch real life shit that you can mm-hmm. relate to so you don't kill yourself in your mother's basement while you're doing your fucking comical podcast. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the but st- those corporate people, fucking corporate, cor- corporate world is crazy. So I get why they can't have you on there. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You can't have fucking big f- fucking racist South African guy. To me, it was a, it was like a... The way I see it, that whole contest is racist. That's a whole racist contest. Why? Just because they've separated black and white people for a contest. Yeah. And then they say, oh, well, you know, NBC has racist hiring practices all year round, so we have to do this to even it out. It's like, how about you don't be racist all year round? Then we wouldn't have good TV. (laughs) (laughs) We'd have fucking Tyler Perry shows. (laughs) Just, Just hire a good mix of people all year round. You don't need a blowout non racist event. I don't know. Maybe they do. You're right. You know what I stopped doing, dude? And to help me out, I stopped giving a fuck about. I don't, I understand that somebody have somebody's paying a mortgage or rent or hospital bills mm-hmm. with that show. Somebody put that show together because they needed a job, because they needed to sell something. They needed to put something together, and they and they sold that. And somebody said that's a great idea. A lot of people got paid off of that show. Yeah. A lot of people made money off of that show. A lot of people's lives were bettered because of that fucking, to you, dumb show. And I know, I agree with you. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like Sex in the City. That fucking show <laughs> makes no sense to me. Why would you, what, what problems do you have, Samantha? Your apartment is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You're right. You write your dumb article and your dumb friends are all loaded. And you all fucking buy amazing clothes from thousands and thousands of dollars. Your problems are meeting the right guy and getting dick. But, and fuck. but you got to read into it further. It's just an emptiness inside. And all yeah, the material I, I things can't sh- help them. Fuck you. I'll show you an emptiness. <laughs> you want to see an emptiness? Look, take a fucking photo of me and you doing a podcast. That, that's called just, emptiness. I just wanted to argue. I don't even know the show. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I, but I, 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 you know what? I stopped fighting it because somewhere that's making some fucking dummy happy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, what, what am I, you know, okay, I don't like the fucking show. I, 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 there's certain, like, alternative. People hate alternative comics in rooms. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Right. You know, who gives a fuck? So something for everyone is your attitude. If, every, if somebody's happy, you're happy. I don't get, no, it's, I don't care about the fucking world. I care about my world. How's that? It's good. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's good. It makes sense. Yeah. I'm too fat and lonely and scared and fucking <laughs> you troubled. Can't, you can't think about any of that. I can't. I can't. I'll kill my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. got this. I, I hitchhiked with this guy to uh, stand up in New York last night. I, what what and, is uh, up with this hitchhiking thing you're doing now? You did that in Delhi, too. You and your oh, girl. It's fantastic. I've hitchhiked. been hitchhiking everywhere. I don't spend money on cabs anymore. Really? You hitchhike? Hitchhike. It's a forgotten art. Nobody does it anymore. Yeah, you know why nobody does it? 
Because they started finding people's heads and torsos <laughs> on the fucking Jersey fucking uh, turnpike. I'm That's taking, why people I'm don't taking do a it. risk. I'm well, first of all, <laughs> to get rid of your body would just be a pain it in the It would be ass. a nightmare, you know? Yeah, you can... You <laughs> <laughs> they'd, have to, they'd have to get one of those <laughs> those fucking storage units they drop off at your house. Yeah, <laughs> no, it would, it would be a lot of work more than most people were yeah. willing to put in. Yeah, you'd need like an old Bronco truck. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a lot of work to saw up that body. So this Algerian conspiracy theorist picked me up. He's like a crazy scientist. I don't know about crazy. He seemed really smart. Right. And uh, he drove me. He drove me to the uh, stand up New York. And he was so interesting, and I stayed in the car with him for uh, like 40 minutes after we got to Stand Up New York. I didn't get out. Mm-hmm. I just listened. Uh, all these I- ideas that he was telling me about how uh, we're all being programmed, you know, through cell phones, and there's a frequency in everybody's brain, just like a cell phone has a code. They can take your frequency and turn it into numbers, and once they have that number, they can influence the way you think. And control societies and uh, telling me about shadow governments and everything. Right. And it really bummed me out, you know. It really started to make me feel, like, powerless. And yeah, I was thinking about it all night. I was like, I'm fucked. They all, they, you know, maybe they do all control you, you know. Or what if what if this guy's right? And he was telling me all these examples. And he was, he's, he was a very smart guy because he knew years and times and days and names. And I was like, why don't you come on my podcast and talk about this? He's like, no, I'd never go on... He's like, you know, people who talk about this on the podcast, they don't last very long afterwards. Not not the way I'm saying it, the way, all the knowledge he had anyway. Yeah, dude. The, and yeah. It really got in my head. And then I was thinking, well, you know what? I can't control it. You know, if I am being controlled by the government, uh, that's that's the world I live in. You're you in know? the Matrix. That's it. You're in the Matrix. Give me the steak. I'll give you I'll give you the information you need. Just put me back in the Matrix. Yeah. And let me have a steak. Just happy to be in the Matrix eating steak. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there's people that want to be out of the Matrix and the Nebuchadnezzar and fighting and looking like shit and smelling like shit and mm-hmm. fighting these, the fucking, the Matrix. I'd rather be in the Matrix enjoying a steak and... Walking by, and every once in a while I see a blip in the Matrix. I'm like, what was that? And yeah, well. A little deja vu. You're like, what the fuck? Was I here? Yeah, you were. When we, we were doing repairs on the Matrix. <laughs> At least you don't have to eat that oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to update the Matrix. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I get you, dude. I understand. Yeah. There's some people that want to change the world. And, you know. But even the people that want to change the world don't want to change the world fully. They want to change. I think the people that I listen to that want to change the world want fame, want money, Mm -hmm. and want success through their opinion of changing the world. So they just want to change their world. Yeah, again, back to... You know, if 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 what they were doing would risk everything, like what you did, you risked your fucking career with NBC by trying to be creative mm-hmm. for what you believed in. You think it's funny, so you're gonna do it. Yeah. Not only did you commit to a character, which you know, uh, which is hard to yeah. stay in character, to go on stage and do that. You wrote jokes for it, yeah. and then you went up and you did it on the show, and it was being filmed. That's balls. That's balls to me. Um, or to some other people, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's just dumb. But to me, it's balls. But I think even the people that we look up to, like, oh, my God, like, you know, Al Gore. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to change the fuck. He wants. Yeah, he became money. a billionaire off of it. He wants money. He's the yeah. what's he the richest person from uh, yeah the environment ever. <laughs> yeah, and here and I remember you know and you watch all these people, these chicks and stuff out and with clipboards. You want to help Greenpeace and blah 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 and fucking ugh. They shit. have enough money already. They do get it from get it from Al Gore. They do have a lot. They have a lot of money. Because, you know, what he does is uh, all these specific, like, refrigerators and this and that that he tells you to buy, yeah. he has a stake in that. Yeah. He gets money from every single one of those. Yeah, and, and those those Echo Miles that you can buy. Yeah, every little thing he has, that he... He's selling products. He's out he's selling, there. Yeah. He's out there. He's just a traveling salesman yep. with a really, <laughs> really uh, expensive products. Yeah. And in our, and what, what really are we going to change? I don't know. I don't think I don't think it changes much. That's why I'm fucking. The only thing I can fucking control is fucking, fucking my fatness and eat these terrible fake pretzels. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure regular pretzels are not bad for you. I think dietitians give you regular pretzels. I'll tell you what it is. It's not <laughs> this podcast is all over the place. Um, it's it's not it's not the the food you're eating. It's when you're eating and how much you're eating is what you're learning to control. Mm-hmm. Is that you're waking up and having something, which I usually don't, and then you're, you know, you're two hours later you're having something else, which I don't. So I'm 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 changing the way my body, how much food my body needs. Can I? What did you do last time when you got really skinny? You came into my show one time. Oh my god, how good looking was I? You you looked amazing. Yeah, I'll be back. But you were also. You were I don't, you were a little preachy about it, and you're like, look at this. I did this. You could do this. And I said, well, you haven't maintained it yet. You put a fucking voodoo hex put on me. Put a voodoo on it. Didn't you? This is your fault. <laughs> this is, and then I, you know, you're fat you're again. Fucking, you voodooed me. I you voodooed, voodooed fucking hex <laughs> I me, you it. fat cunt. But you, you can't be preachy right away when you lose the weight. Hey, you have hey, to wait like 10 years hey, and then be hey. like, look what I did. You can't well, jump right into it. I wouldn't be where I'm at if you didn't fucking throw those chicken bones down <laughs> from fucking Popeyes on the fucking doll you made of me. You voodooed me, you fucking twat. God damn it. God damn it. What did you do to lose the weight that time? I tell you what I did. If you shut your fat trap. <laughs> well, I know how to lose weight, Danny. I know how to lose. I've done it six. This is my six fat. Do you understand? I haven't been. I've been skinny fat my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be skinny. I'm not supposed to be fat. Like I look at you, and I'm not saying this to be mean, but you could be a big guy. I've been I'm fat fat. You're fat. You're skinny fat. I'm fat fat. Right. You're fat. <laughs> fat fat. But I I've been I've I've lost weight. And last time what I did is I went on the South Beach, mm-hmm. which is healthy food, just you know certain portions a day, uh, and no carbs, light but healthy carbs, real good carbs, wheat and stuff like that. But certain meals a day, and then I went to the gym a why, lot. Why not do that again? It worked. I'm, I'm gonna. But what I did with this MediFast, the reason why I did it, number one, I needed something immediately, uh, and I needed, I, needed, I needed to be here. I can't cook it. I can't make it. I can't buy it because mm-hmm. I won't do it. I'll, I'll fucking eat shit. I didn't have it. I knew where I was at. I didn't have the ability, and my wife's not doing this. Last time, my wife kind of did it with me, so she cooked all the food every week. Uh, so, you got to get her fat again. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, fuck that. Get her fat so that she can help you both get skinny. So, Do you understand? So I, I needed this 
and I really wanted something that I could wake up and just eat, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to think about it. Um, so that's why I'm doing this. And I will phase out of this, and I will go probably to Weight Watchers type of thing, mm-hmm. if not Weight Watchers itself. Go to OA. No. Um, I don't want to... You know, I know. I know. You've been there, right? Yeah. It's how, good. How is it? It's really good. If I would have kept going, I'd, I'd be in great shape right now. See, look, I know what to do. I'm 40. I know what to do. I know what I have to do. I know what I can't do. And, you know, you can eat shitty... You can eat good 90% of the time and shitty 10% of the time, and you'll maintain your weight. I know that. But what happens is, is I've used food as a reward or a punishment. When I get a gig or something good happens, I'll go take my wife out to dinner. Come on. Yeah. Let's just celebrate. Or when something bad happens or I feel crappy or I'm depressed, you know, I'll be here and I'll get a pizza by myself or a hamburger or late night, just I'll eat shitty or on a the whole road. pizza? Yeah. A whole, I've eaten a whole pizza, yeah. You can't put down a whole pizza? I guess I can. I never challenged myself. You could. It's impressive. You could. I've had pizza over a day where I've only ate pizza that day. (laughs) I've had days of like breakfast, lunch, and dinner where pizza. But in one sitting, an entire... A whole fucking sitting. That's pretty impressive. I can eat a whole pizza. No problem. I can eat. I'm sure I could do it. I just haven't done it. I guarantee you could. I'm sure I could. Um, But, you know, I mean, look, bro. Like I said, again... um, Nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. You only care about yourself. Uh, the only person that gives a fuck about you is you. Um, you have to take care of yourself because nobody else will. And sometimes I don't take care of myself. And now I am. I quit smoking. I'm on this again. I have to take the abuse from the fans of fat and fat and fucking fat again. And you're getting fucking, you know. But there are some fans that are real supportive that are like, great, good job for you. You've helped me. I quit smoking. You can do it, which I love. But... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you gotta, I just gotta go through it again and then I'll be, I'll be skinny and again in around six months. Wait like for three years before you tell me like, I know. Anything. All right. Before you fucking be a, do the voodoo. A, buff, a buffer zone. But, um, yeah, so I, I definitely do that, but we have to actually end this podcast cause I have to go to therapy to actually fucking, which is a key. Okay. Do you go to therapy? No. You should. All right. I'll go. Okay. Come with you now. <laughs> What do you want to do, fucking therapy? I'll come with you to therapy. No, you should do... I brought my friend. Do you think you need therapy? Of course. You do? Of course, yeah. Really? I think so. I, I, you but know, but I, who doesn't need therapy? You don't a, need therapy, but would it benefit me? I'm sure it would benefit I, me. I think... I, I take that back. I don't think you need therapy. I think you're... I think you're genuinely happy. Sometimes. I get I th- depressed sometimes, too, you know? Yeah, I know, but I think that depression helps you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You just don't want me to enjoy what you got going with therapy. You got. I just don't want you to be better. I just want you to be you. You, you need to maintain me the way I am. I want to maintain. So you, you have the way some, I'm... you know, control for your experiment with the pretzels. This I want to. I want to get your cousin on. My oh yeah, sometime. from Scotland. Yeah, I want to get him on sometime. We should do it. When when do you think we can do that? And he doesn't do much. He can we have him call in one day? Yeah, I'll tell him to call in. All right, so maybe the next podcast we do next week, we'll have him call in. Yeah, he's he's a funny dude. You'll hey, like him. What's his name again? Um, well, Mark. Yeah. You want to talk? I have a few, but I, I think the one you met is Mark, right? Well, the, the one that at the hotel that time that I was talking to. Yeah, Mark. All right, yeah. yeah, that was Mark. Um, all right, so yeah, we'll have him call in. But uh, I appreciate you fucking hanging out with me. This is just a laid back podcast. Uh, and and I, come back on, dude. I'm going to... Uh, I think I'm gonna have Godfrey on 
later in the week. I don't know if you want to come back. With Godfrey? Yeah, I don't know. If you sure. That. Yeah, I'll do He's it. Fucking crazy, loud, and nuts. Yeah, you know, had, Godfrey. I've, I love Godfrey. I've had him on. He, he, He's crazy all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe you'll come back on when we do it. Um, I'll let you know. But we'll have your your cousin on too, which would be great. Yeah, he's um, a, he's a maniac. All right, all right, brother. Um, what do you got going on? Anything? Yeah, I'll be at the Stress Factory in New Jersey this Saturday night. Mm-hmm. With who? Uh, just me. You headlining? I'm headlining it? You're kidding me. Should I leave now? You're lying. No, I'm serious. I'm doing that. What the fuck? Is Vinny going out of business? Is he... Fun? Oh, no, no, no. Not the stress factory. Now I get it. The comedy shop. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're talking about... I plugged the wrong One of place. the major headline clubs in this area. <laughs> The Stress Factory. Uh, you and know, you're headlining on a Saturday of all nights. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I <laughs> plugged like, the wrong Did Vinny fucking Brand lose his mind? Uh, no, no, right, no, no. Come no. down, man. What are your headlines? Hey. Okay. <laughs> this, the comedy shop. Wherever that is. So, yeah, in New Jersey. Okay. I, I just mix the two up. The comedy shop. Where yeah. is that? It's in New Jersey. What's the website name? Uh, it's, uh, it's in New Jersey. That's all you know. And uh, if you go to my Facebook page, there's a link to the show on there. Comedy shop. Comedy shop in New Jersey, right? Yeah. And you have no... <laughs> Can't believe I said the wrong yeah. club. It's JJ's Comedy Shop. Yeah. Right? right. JJ's Comedy Shop. Um, um, and you are there Saturday night, and the, the phone number, if you want to call, is 866-552-6633. Saturday night, JJ's Con... That's it, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's Rockaway, New Jersey. That's where I'll be. Rockaway, New Jersey, Saturday night. And yeah, send everybody to the wrong club, man. Uh, well, they'll probably see a fucking headline they'll show. They'll enjoy it. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks for doing this. And uh, again, guys, thanks for donating. Uh, next week, we're going to actually, uh, you guys, a lot of people have been donating, man. I really appreciate it. it. It helps keep this thing getting better and keeps, uh, you know, maintaining what we got going on. You guys are fucking great. Some of you are donating every month. Fucking awesome. Appreciate it. Um, and don't forget to uh, um, Donate more. No, don't forget to subscribe and fucking subscribe. spread the word. Tell people, tell your friends, tell your friends' friends. Tell everybody, man. Bring it up at a barbecue. Yeah, get people into this fucking show, man. It's it, It's been kind of f- trailing off a little bit. You really? Know what I mean? Yeah, we were kind of really fucking popping for a minute. Well, come back, come on my show and, and synergy it. Synergy it. All right, synergy we will. Synergy it. Um, but no, I mean, we got thousands and thousands of listeners, but you know, that iTunes thing, which I'm addicted to, which makes me feel good. <laughs> When I see us in the top uh, 100. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Kind of trailed off a little bit this week, which is fucking, is bugging me. There's a fucking she-mail that has a better, a more popular podcast. It's a horrible thing to look at. I stopped looking at it because uh, I was in it, I was out of it, I was in it. And when you're out of it, you feel like your life isn't going that well all of a sudden. You're like, yeah, I don't when, for me, I don't know because yeah, maybe I me. put my whole life into <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. I have other things going on. But uh, oh, you know what? Can I plug uh, the the podcast on Monday? Yeah, absolutely. We got Larry King. I don't know if this is playing Monday though. Oh, well, you could download it afterwards if you miss it. We got Larry King, Comical Radio on iTunes. Larry King and Anthrax. We have actually one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you. You know, um, so yeah, I love being on it. I think it's great, and it's been around for a long time. And uh, you guys definitely, whoever listens to this, should support your podcast if you don't already. Um, uh, so go check that out. And thanks again, guys, for listening to this. You know what, dude? Podcast. Uh, that's it, Mike. Thanks for having me. You know what, dude? 
Thanks again for listening to another episode of You Know What Dude podcast on gloryholeradio.com. And make sure to check out all the other shows on the Glory Home Network. If you're using the Stitcher app, type in the word fart when you register. iTunes users, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you're a real fan of the show and you want to show your support, go to gloryholeradio.com slash Robert Kelly and hit the donate button. $10 will get you a shout out on the air. $20 will get you my first CD, Robert Kelly Live, not available in stores. If you have any questions, email me at robertkelly at gloryholeradio.com.